on. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Art of Thriving podcast. We are so happy to be back with you today. Hello, hello, friends. I just drank some coffee. I'm feeling good. It's 2.20 in the afternoon, 40 minutes the countdown has begun until our kids walk through the door. That's right. Or one of our kids walks through the door. That's right. So we got to get this we gotta done. we got to get this done. All right. Am I yelling? <laughs> hey, you drink too much coffee. <laughs> and I had my so burn, so oh, we should be good to go. It's all supplemented up. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're back. So it's been, I think, since before Christmas that we did this, right? I don't know. Uh, we've lost track. But it's a new year. It's That's 2019. Right. Praise 2018. God from whom all blessings flow that it is a new year. 2018 is over. Yes. O-V-E-R. Peace over. out. 2018. <laughs> so, give you any indication in how you feel about it? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay. I'm, yep. We're, we're done with it. So um, how was your Christmas? I mean, so I was good. there, but uh, how was your Christmas? How was my experience of Christmas? Yeah, how was your experience my... of Christmas? And then... My Christmas was so wonderful after our trip to California, and we all came back totally yeah, exhausted. Yeah, we had a little session down in San Jose. Yep, our nine-month checkup, and that always wipes us out. So, it Which was, was good, by the way. It was progress. It was. If you're following our journey, we're continuing to make pro- progress, and our daughter is out of surgery range. Yep. Uh, and Way out of surgery range, Yeah, working our, awesome. working our tail off. But we are in the slog of this thing. It feels, would you say the other night, it feels like we're halfway through a marathon and we're yeah. like, oh crap, we still have half of the marathon to go. Yeah, and there are moments where I feel like, can we make it? Yeah, totally. And it's hard. So it's a little bit of a gut check time, mental, uh, yeah, reset. Yep. Dig, dig, dig deep. deep. <laughs> dig deep, people. Gotta so dig deep. came home really tired and enjoyed a really quiet Christmas at home and yep. our own church and woke up in our own beds. and. That's great. Slow, restful, Speaking so of great. beds, let's talk about that oh, for a second. Man. I didn't even think about this, but let's bring it up. We bought one of those beds that you order online that comes all rolled up and they deliver it to your front door. It's like magic. It's you magic. unroll it. You and unroll it, just it and it expands into this big bed. <laughs> it's really heavy, though, so it's actually hard to get into our room. <laughs> um, uh, but it's made of foam. Yes. Which... Not turns toxic, out, not toxic, not toxic memory toxic. phone. No. It's a natural thing, but turns out I liked it at first, but now I'm like, uh, but you did not like it. Well, the last couple nights have been better, but it was literally causing pain down all sides of my body, and I just tossed and turned all night. So, so it's we not haven't found the sweet spot. Thing. So we're thinking about returning it because it gives you the one we ordered gives you a year return policy, which uh, is amazing. Seems, I'm not sure how they stay in business doing that. So anyway, we might try a different one. We'll see. But they come and pick it up. They deliver it. I don't even have to leave the house, which is like <laughs> a miracle for me. I'm totally a recluse. I'd be that person. <laughs> no, it's so great that they'll come get it. But it is such a bummer because we really needed a new bed. Yeah, after if 10 anyone years. has any suggestions, and people are very opinionated about their beds, by the way. Well, yeah, because you spend ask. a lot of time in it. Yeah, that's true. And they're so, expensive, so you know. So, but my criteria is that I do not have to leave the house to test it out. <laughs> so, if you have a, <laughs> one that works for that situation. And you got to be able to send it back because there's no way to know if you're going to love a bed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so we're into the new year. It is officially the rainy season in Portland. Rainy, gray, although the days are getting longer now, technically. So thankful for that. Uh, But this is definitely the time of year where I'm like, oh, I'm ready to move somewhere (laughs) warm. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Where should we move? Our kids might have a panic attack if we talk about this too much. I know. They don't they don't like to talk about it. I would gladly move to San Diego, but I can't oh, afford San Diego. it. San Diego. That's my That's my ideal homeland. Yeah. Okay. 
But we're in the rainy season. It is cold and wet and moss grows on everything. It's true. Yep. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but this is my least favorite time of year. Yeah, but even still, it's pretty mild. You walk outside. It is lush and green, and I have flowers blooming all year long, you guys. And when we lived in Montana, it was just like a barren wasteland for months and months covered in dirty snow. Okay, so I will take this. I will take this over that. She might be exaggerating a little bit. Nope, I'm not. I do not exaggerate 100 million times. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> nope. Uh, but I just, I just went to a walk to, we live in a kind of an older neighborhood where we can walk to this coffee shop that we love. Uh, but I walked and I saw a ton of Christmas trees still up. Yeah. So, so. you have a theory about this, right? Why are Christmas trees still up or going up earlier and earlier, like before Thanksgiving? And why are they still up now? Well, I just I think the general population is really depressed about the state of our world, quite honestly. And anything, anything that brings joy in a little early or (laughs) makes it last a little longer. I think they're doing it. I've never seen Christmas trees go up as early as this year. And I really think that that's why they need some. And I may be totally life. wrong, but that's it's a theory. It's a working theory, theory people. Um, okay, anything else family related? We're doing well. Yep, doing well. So glad it's two thousand. We had yeah, we had a beach trip for the new year. That was awesome, and yep. uh, we got sunny weather on the beach, you oh, guys. It was, it was gorgeous, freezing cold, but it was beautiful. Well, I don't think I've ever been there when there was frost on the beach. It was really cool. It was so, beautiful. Yeah, if you can plan your vacation to the Oregon coast. Get some frost on the beach and sunny weather. It'll be a miracle, but uh, it was beautiful. It was. We didn't see any whales, though. Great way to end end 2018 and Mm. enter the new year. Okay, one other thing that is current events is the Enneagram is hot. It's all over the the Instagram. People are digging it. It is. It's been hot in my world for a long time. I love the Enneagram, but now the general public is catching on. I know, I know. So, um, we'll maybe bring this up in the future. Have we talked about the Enneagram on on the pod? I'm sure, but I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I'm what I nine. did yesterday. I'm a nine. So. You're a one. That's all you need to know. Look it up, people. <laughs> nine and ones. They don't get along very well. That is not true. <laughs> we get along oh, they do well. get along very well. So uh, the nines just are peacemakers. They accommodate the ones. Yeah, but I think I have a wing. <laughs> I have a nine wing, and you have a one wing. So we're more, oh, we're more alike than you think like, we are. What are they talking about? <laughs> if you want to talk Enneagram with us, let us know, because um, we do like it. It's, I, I've come to appreciate it. And, and even how understanding who you are, and especially people that you're married to or work with a lot or spend a lot of time with, uh, how they think and do do life and what's helpful. Right. Yeah. It's part of the process. So. Enneagram is hot. Follow uh, follow all the Instagram posts on that. Oh, yeah. my What are my favorites? Enneagram life. And uh, gosh, what was I don't even remember. <laughs> we'll put it in the I show notes. I can't even remember that? either, but I love it. <laughs> I love that they put movie casts on there and which number they think they are. And yep. Funny, <laughs> funny things that relate. Totally. Yep. Um, okay, so let's do a little recap. That's what this episode is all about. Recapping yeah. 2018. Um, we talked a lot about uh, let's see, evaluation last last time. So I'm not going to go super in-depth to that, but just just pausing for a moment and remembering what happened. Mm-hmm. Good. What was awesome and what sucked? <laughs> and uh, and then maybe just a few thoughts about what's, what are you excited about for 2019? Looking forward. So um, f- what was your favorite memory of 2018? 
by far, my favorite memory was going to the Dominican Republic to celebrate my 40th birthday. You turned 40. We both turned 40 this we year, actually. We both turned 40. But that was a big trip. I didn't get a trip on my birthday. What's the yeah, deal? you did. I took you on a cruise oh, yeah, we'll in October. <laughs> Dude, 2018 wasn't all bad. Sheesh. We went on a no. cruise to the Bahamas and went to the Dominican Republic. Yep. But okay. the DR was... This is why you pause and think about things because yes. I forget the good things. Yes. But the DR, I think, saved our bacon for the year because overall, overall, when I think about 2018, the only word, well, there are some <laughs> words that come to mind, but it's just That are hard. not appropriate. It was really hard. But when you stop to look, I'm like, there were some really great things like our trips and just some family time and getting to see the hand of God in the midst of really just what feels like pretty crappy situation, but just the sweet mercies and the people that came along and how God provided in the midst of it. But overall it was just hard and I could not be more excited that that year is over. Yep. Yeah. It was interesting when I was thinking about this and one of the things that uh, came to my attention, I guess, is along the way, even though it was really hard, kind of low lows, there were some high highs in there. It was just felt like a roller coaster. But I think the people, there's just some people that we've interacted with and people that have blessed us and mm-hmm. uh, even given financially for our fin- uh, medical expenses, stuff like that. Um, but more than that, just relational, have like breathed wind into our sails along the way. And mm-hmm. uh, people we didn't expect, but some old friends, some new friends, um, just really thankful for the relationships that we have out there. I don't know how people do difficult things if they don't have those types of relationships. So, or they don't, I guess they don't do it very well. No. And they don't thrive in, you know, things like depression and addiction. Isolation. And and then all that stuff comes into play. Yep. Absolutely. So it's interesting. I'm just thankful. I think even though it was hard, I'm thankful. Yep. For those people along the way. My favorite memory also is the DR. I have this vivid memory of, uh, we, I don't have we talked about this on the on the pod? <laughs> we should go back and listen to it. We our should go back and so remember we what we up. talked about. <laughs> but we flew overnight, a terrible flight. Uh actually I slept pretty good, but you guys oh, didn't sleep pretty good. Let's not talk um, about that. To the DR. And then we, we stayed in this place that was like th- off the beaten path, three three hours from the airport. Um no grocery store. No grocery store, <laughs> little tiny market, little tiny fishing village. But I remember like pulling up after pretty much all night travel. And walking through the gate, and it was this little, I mean, it's sizable house, but it was right on the water, like clear blue, turquoise blue, whatever, um, exactly what you pick, picture in the Caribbean, uh, and walked out, and it was just totally quiet. Nobody else on the beach and just us, and it was mm-hmm. remarkable watching the sunset that night, and it was unbelievable. So it just felt like the hand of God said, okay, breathe, take a deep breath, and, mm-hmm. and remember that I'm with you, and it was really cool. So yep. thankful for that. Second favorite memory was I changed careers, which was awesome for the most part. (laughs) I'm still learning. Uh, But stepping into the, after 17 years, 18 years? No, almost 17 um, years. Almost 17 years uh, of being in vocational ministry, uh, we kind of cut the cord and moved into the marketplace full time. Mm -hmm. And it has been... um, refreshing, challenging, um, new. We're having to kind of relearn how to do life. So, uh, but it's been really good mm-hmm. along the way. And even just thinking about, you know, what it means to follow Jesus in the marketplace and how do you do things like sales and marketing and how do you do leadership in this space? 
as a follower of Jesus has just been really refreshing for me. So mm-hmm. thankful for that. It's been good. And we're seeing some business success, so that's helpful. <laughs> we're paying our bills. Yes. <laughs> that is a bonus, my friends. We get to do something we love and pay the bills. Yep. So I'm really, really thankful. Not that I had didn't enjoy my 17 years in vocational ministry. I'm super thankful for that, but it was just... Uh, it was time. Yeah, it was totally time, and it was obviously God's hand was on mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Anything else? Favorite memories? Oh, just some travel. You I got, got to, some travel. I got to do a bunch of trips you and did do earned retreats and some trips with um, my Plexus team. And, and some of those relationships, they're just so life-giving and so fun to yep. get to spend time with them. So that was a That's awesome. total highlight. Yeah, you took me to you on a cruise. I took you on a cruise. Did you take me anywhere else this year? I can't remember. Uh, nope, you stayed home for the other yeah, ones. Yeah, I stayed home. I would stay home all the time and be a recluse. So. <laughs> we are really introverted, and Matt is really introverted, and working at home has made that a little but I'm bit not more... Like, I'm not like a stereotypical introvert because no. I can hold a conversation probably. No, you're great. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Um, the One other thing I would say that I want to highlight is our kids are growing up. This is... And I was thinking about this. I haven't talked about this at all, but we've definitely moved from the stage of young kids to kids that take care of themselves a little bit more. Yeah. Hypothetically, take care of themselves a little bit more. Or where you can actually leave them home by themselves. Oh my goodness, we have reached that stage. A couple hours at a time. I mean, it's totally the legal thing to do, but there's a there's a difference between you know that you can do that and actually doing that and feeling okay about it. And we've so we're feeling that out yeah, and testing the waters of our oldest. So well. Our oldest can well. There's also a TV too, that which helps. <laughs> uh, but our oldest can watch Fair. our younger, younger, and yeah. uh, it is a game changer. Oh, it's so glorious. We went to a went out the other night to a neighborhood place just a couple blocks away. For yeah, because that's one thing that we don't hours. do a lot is a nighttime date because uh, sitters are way too expensive, and. I don't like to pay people to sit on my couch and surf my web. So, you know, I <laughs> didn't like to go at night. But now it's opened up that door. Yeah. So, so great. that feels so life-giving mm-hmm. to me. Yep. Okay. Anything else? Well, we had another really healthy year. Oh, yeah. And I do not take that for granted because after pff, 20 years of sickness. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of even colds. Nope. Yeah, it was pretty, I, pretty yeah, tame. It so was thankful for that. Awesome. Uh, okay, what sucked? Oh, well. You want to go? Obviously. You have a big list. (laughs) (laughs) I do, and I'm not going to tell all of it on here, but um, scoliosis, and that encompassed a lot of things, like... Our daughter has scoliosis. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast, our daughter, uh, she'll turn 12 on Monday. Um, But she had pretty severe scoliosis, and we've been battling that for about nine months. Yep. Nine months now, so. Uh, Yeah, that was. I mean, it's changed our lifestyle because we like to be free in the summertime. We like to go camping. We like to take trips, and we. Wait, you like to go camping? um, Well. I like to go camping in an RV, but I can do camping in a tent for a very short amount of time. And we did that. We did that with our kids, and they loved it. But we can't take days away because of the treatment that Jenna is doing. Yep. So it's felt, it just, just felt, felt like stuck. we were trapped. I've, yeah, I felt kind of stuck. Um, Not even stuck, but trapped, like someone right. put a cage over us. Yeah. So she does a couple hours of therapy every day, which we're happy to help her with if she's willing to do it. and to avoid surgery and all that. But it has meant, you know, 
not uh, no day trips to the mountains or the beach or stuff like that. So it's been hard. Yes. Has felt heavy, trapped. I mean, the, the financial side of things has been stressful too, but okay, manageable. Emotional, it's probably more emotional for us than mm-hmm. it is even for her too. But mm-hmm. uh, but then just the stress of knowing that this is pretty urgent. Like we got a limited time to to get after it and help her beat this thing. So yep, it just felt strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. Like that she's making progress and we're uh, doing the right things, but really kind of low points of feeling overwhelmed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. Yep. But we're doing it. <laughs> yep. We're doing it and making progress. So we're digging deep and ultimately I think trusting the Lord and along the way too. Uh, what else? What sucks? Our president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go there, huh? Look, uh, <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm not a fan, okay? We have issues with the current administration, let's just put it that way. Um, but I would say it's even more than that for me. Um, it was, again, maybe this is why, again, why people put up Christmas trees is all the cultural, political, I don't know. I don't even know. It just feels like a mess of he said, she said, you're right, I'm, or I'm, I'm right, you're wrong sort of thing. And it just feels feels like we're tearing each other down around the world. But that's my nine coming out in the Enneagram, too. So, Well, and my one, if you know anything, is like you do the right thing, the good thing, the moral thing, <laughs> the thing of integrity, and it's mm-hmm. black and white and, for yeah, me. And justice. Like just, yeah, justice. Um, yeah, serving the poor, caring for all people. Yeah, yeah, the world just feels like it's a mess, and it's being led that direction. So it's frustrating right. for someone like me. Yeah, it's frustrating to watch some things. And that it's justified. I think mostly, I think my biggest frustration is how the church has justified it and <laughs> in ways that are just really gross to or me. At least certain segments of the church. There's definitely some people that disagree with the current administration. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, did we talk about this on the pod about me getting attacked for uh, not jumping on board with Donald Trump and then claiming that all churches in Portland were bad because there's some Democrats in them? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. You guys, there's some crazy people out there. So, yeah, that, that type of stuff has just kind of worn me down. I just feel kind of exhausted, but dealing with all of that. So, I'm happy to move along to from that and enter into the new election cycle that starts apparently today. Oh, uh, what? I try not to look at the news or turn on my TV yeah, anymore. So, so there's that. It's coming. It's coming. All right. General world events have been not great. And we've, we talked about this in the past too, like looking for the good along the way. But man, it just has felt like the hard, difficult, painful trauma stuff of world events has outweighed the good this year. I think. Maybe it's just because we're exposed to so much on the news online. I don't know. Yeah, I did read somewhere that there's more good and, I mean, really less terrible things in the world today. We just, it doesn't feel that way because we're exposed to it all the time because of the internet and news cycle and all of that stuff, which is interesting because I'm sure that that's, I mean, that could be true, but. Yep, for sure. Okay, what is, what are you excited about for 2019? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just excited it's not 2018 anymore. And I feel like I have 
some more bearings under me. I think we have a... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's okay. I don't know. You don't have to, I mean, I don't think we have to have an exact... Maybe that's the stage we're in, too, and probably some of you listeners, all the hundreds of listeners out there, probably in the same stage where you feel like you have to have it figured out and know exactly what's coming. And I lean that way, but I also want to be open-handed to the year as well, so... I yep. do have some goals, though. Yeah, we both we both have goals. We both have things we're dreaming about and, yeah. and really hope and plan for happening this year. This but is the year I get my Volkswagen camper van. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's on the dream board. But. No, I actually have this theory about goals, and maybe I heard this somewhere, is that um, you're not supposed to tell people your goals anymore. You're supposed to write them down, but you're not supposed to tell people your goals because people that tell your goals, or if you tell your goals to someone, you're less likely to accomplish the goal because you've already experienced all the benefit of having the goal by telling somebody. What? I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I've never heard that before. Because I've also heard when you share your goals, you're like 80% higher chance of actually accomplishing oh, maybe them. Maybe there's somebody out there who can solve but this maybe disagreement. Maybe it's the plan. Like, what are your steps? You share those. Yeah, maybe. People. But some people will just share a goal and then that's it. They've mm. they've got their reward at that point of the affirmation of their friends for telling them they have they've done yeah, a good job to have that a goal. does not cut it for me. I need the actual goal to have happened. That is not ever how so I. So we have some goals. Uh, if you listen last time, we were, we did some evaluation. But one of our goals is to have uh, a Sabbath, like a day of rest each week too, which goes back to like. Even what sucked <laughs> about being overwhelmed with bad news is if I can figure out how to even have a day of rest and, like, step out of all the bad news and rest and fill my c- cup, so to speak, and and uh, rest physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that stuff, um, that's a big, big area of growth for me mm-hmm. and I think for our family, too. Yep. So Just we have individual goals and family goals right. as well. Yep. Do you have anything, any goals you want to talk about? I don't know. I don't know if I want to share my goals yet. Okay. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I just want to live every day purposely, not so reactive. Like, I want to have a purpose, do things with intention. Oh. You know? Some people pick a word of the year. Yep. <laughs> Some people do. I had a word last year, mainly because I felt like God impressed it and said, this is your word, and I didn't want it. And and I don't like doing what everyone else does. I'm such a rebel. I picked one in the last couple of years, too. But this year, I, I don't know if I have a specific one. I have a handful of themes. So, well, I'm <laughs> feeling that out and seeing how that, <laughs> that works. And if something bubbles up, and we'll see. Uh, we definitely have goals around building our businesses, gaining some financial freedom. Uh, one of the things is we're making, I'm making some space. We're, I should say me, uh, to build out the art of thriving.net. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have some new articles, some new resources on there that are hopefully are helpful for you uh, as you navigate life in this crazy culture and potentially, you know, schedule what, whether it's planning, raising kids, living by your values. Um, maybe we'll talk about the Enneagram. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. It's we'll going to get crazy. Rolls out. I also have this dream to sell t-shirts on there. <laughs> <laughs> he does. You guys, he's not even kidding. He's had this dream for years. It's always like for the, 20 years the running I joke. wanted to sell t-shirts. <laughs> 2019 is the year. All right. Let's put it on the dream board. What should board. I put on the t-shirts? If, if you have Ooh, any suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. 
let's be honest. So um, we're about to wrap this up, but I want this to be for a good cause. So if you have any, we're going to sell T-shirts and give some away if we make any money on it. <laughs> um, that's really. Sort of what would you wear? On yeah, your what t-shirt? would you wear? We need to hear from you. Tell us uh, what would you wear on a T-shirt? What kind of T-shirts do you guys buy? Is do they have to have trendy slogans on them or images or Star Wars <laughs> or what? I need to know. I want a cute sloth on mine. A sloth. I love sloth. We're going to do sloth t-shirts <laughs> that have the artofthriving.net underneath them with a big sloth on it. This is thrive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You're ridiculous. I know. All right. 2018 is officially in the books. 2019 is here. We're off and running, people. All right. Yep. All right. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. See you soon. Bye.